Welcome to Couch to Coast, a weekly podcast with me, Rob, an aspiring runner whose favourite place is being comfy on the couch. And me, Ben, a UK Athletics accredited running coach. Follow us as we try to turn Rob from couch to coached. <laughs> We are live. And we are one. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> Happy you birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. There we go. <laughs> we are one. How mad's that? One. Well, we're not quite nice. one. We're, we're three days short of one. Yeah, three, two days short of one. I went out on the 4th of November. Remember, remember the 4th of November. I said it this time last year. (laughs) Yeah, so this is our one year anniversary. Who'd have thought it, eh? Two, well, I say average runners. I'm average, under average runner. And we've got Ben, who is an over average runner, doing a bit of a podcast, having a bit of a chat. And we're still here one year later. I'm sick of the sight of me yet. Keeps coming back for more every Thursday night. Every Thursday night. Every Thursday night, definitely. I take it my, um, my card and flowers are in the post? Yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah, I think they might be a bit dead by the time they get to you, but yeah, not the card, the flowers. One year. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? It's been That's... a pleasure. I'm going to throw you under the bus here and put you Go on the spot. Oh, God. What is your favourite moment of the last year of being a podcast host with me? Uh, I think the first time we met, I must say, I'm going to be really cheesy and really sentimental here, but the first time we actually physically met in person when we went to Trenton, we did the Trenton Park Run, mm. and you came with uh, Rachel and the girls, and uh, Laura couldn't come with Arthur, unfortunately. I think Arthur was unwell, but the first time we met, and then we had a bit of a bit of a cup of tea, had a bit of a chat, and then we had a little around a couple of shops. Um, well, that was, well, this was probably... Was that before or after Christmas last year? I th- I've got a feeling it was just before Christmas. Yeah, I think it was. Because yeah. it, I know it was cold. Yeah, And I think cold. it was very Christmassy at Trentham. Yes, it was. It, they had all the dis- Christmas decorations up at the, in the garden centre. Yeah. So, I mean, it might have been after. I don't know. But it was a, it was a magical moment, wasn't it, eh? It, it was. It was lovely. It, it was, was good. Good memories, good memories. How about you? What's your favourite moment? Am I allowed to pick the same one or not? Are you going to make no. pick something different? Pick something, Evan. Um, it's got to be going to watch Solly All Moors. Oh, yeah. Versus yeah. Wrexham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, with our mate Dave. Hello, Dave. Dave. Hi, Dave. Um, not heard off you for a while, Dave. Where are you? I spoke to him the other week, actually. Oh, he, he was supposed to do Manchester. Obviously, he didn't. He was, I think yeah. he's struggling a little bit with a bit of an injury. Um, Join the club. Um, oh, <laughs> spoiler alert. We'll get on to that. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's got to have been going to Solly Moors, watching Solly against Wrexham. Because, obviously, the joke back in the day was that in the North Stas Roadrunners, NSRRA, <laughs> you were going to be Wrexham, who got promoted. Yeah. Um, didn't get promoted though. <laughs> Rexham battered Solihull. Had a, had Chublovsky. A Chublovsky, yeah. <laughs> Stood behind the goal, watched the footy, played with my played with my huzzle. Oh yeah, we huzzled. That, that, that was that was after Christmas then. That was your Christmas present. No, that was that Christmas. It was a challenge, wasn't it? It was a it was challenge. Couch, yeah. coach challenge. Um, had a Bovril, had a Mars bar. Yeah, yeah. And off we went. 
two good memories, yeah. Definitely. We need to do that again. We definitely need to go do, go to Solly or Moors again and watch another game of football. We should. I don't know whether we should watch Solly or Moors. And you're not Wrexham anymore. Because mm. Wrexham, you know, we, we haven't gone down that route. But we could certainly meet up and watch a football match. Maybe the Vale. Yeah, yeah we could go watch the Vale. Or Crew. Hey, they're in the quarterfinal. In the quarterfinal of the Carabao Cup. So we could go watch them against Middlesbrough. Port Vale. Yeah, they got through, yeah. So there's Port Vale, Middlesbrough, Newcastle, Chelsea, Liverpool, West Ham and Everton. I think that's how have they got. Have they got Middlesbrough at home? Yeah, so they're at home. It's at the Vale. Yeah, yeah. When's so the, when's that? I don't know. I'd have to look. I don't know because oh. I saw the I saw the the draw because they beat. I can't remember who they beat now. They beat somebody one nil, uh, on. Um, yesterday, not yesterday, the day before, no, the day yeah. before. Yeah, so they beat some beat them beat somebody one nil, and then they got a, a draw yesterday uh, at home. So yeah, be good. Be we'll good. have a look go at that. Awesome. That yeah. could potentially be a date, and we are talking about another date in a couple of weeks' time with a, a special episode. So we'll keep. Yeah. We won't spoil that one, but we've got plenty of little memories that might be being created in the future. None yeah. more than your wedding, of course. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, how could we forget my wedding? My wedding in January. We will be dancing the night away uh, to the Three Horseshoes. Can't wait. My Can't wedding. wait. And I'll be a married man. Sorry, ladies. Sorry, ladies. But yeah, taken. Married. I'm taken. <laughs> so how's your running been going? We are a running podcast still after 12 we months. Are. Just about. <laughs> so this time last year, when we first did our first episode, I think... We mentioned that I hadn't been running since London, really, and I think I was on zero miles for that week. I think it was we did it on the Thursday, and it went on released on the Friday, and I was on zero miles. So just to keep up the tradition, <laughs> and that's the story, and I'm sticking to it. I've done zero miles this week. <laughs> I've oh, done absolutely wow. no running, although from Monday that is. So from Monday to Thursday, I've done no running. I did some running on week. Saturday. So last Saturday, I did yeah. um, the combined run club at Trenton Gardens we had quite a good turn up for, the, for, the, for that uh, enjoyed that there was Jenny Reynolds, Neil Reynolds Nat Larvin, there was a few familiar faces, a couple of new faces that came as well, Zoe my boss's boss she came and then on the Sunday I did, I can't remember how many miles I did, I think I did four miles maybe and I did the couch to coach challenge and spelt my name out, Robert, I went for the whole hog and just I could have just just done Rob, but I did Robert. Finding an O, a street beginning with O round by me, was nigh on impossible. But I found one. That was the last one I got. What was it? Um, in the end? What was it called? Osprey Avenue, I think it was, or something like that. Nice. Uh, so yeah, that was my. That's what I did on Sunday. And then it was my lad's birthday, Arthur's fifth birthday on Monday. So I didn't really want to go out running. We took him to Ninja Warrior which is really, really fun. And I did a lot of exercise there. We took six kids to there. So I was running around chasing after kids. I was in with them. So chasing around after kids. So I was absolutely shattered anyway. So I think I did my exercise that time. So Welcome I didn't go to out my running. life. I know, yeah. To be honest with you, I was thinking that. I was thinking, I don't know how, how Ben copes. They were like, it was like herding cats. I know people say it's like herding cats. It literally was because one went one way, one went the other way. Yeah. And like, I can't keep an eye on all of them. Um, 20,000 steps a day I do without even doing any running I can imagine I can imagine I beat the wall 
for the people that know Ninja Warrior. Uh, I managed to get up to the top of the wall. Um, so that was fun. Tuesday, it was a Daddy and Arthur day. Uh, Laura was at work. He, Arthur's obviously on, on half term, so I had the day off. Um, and we went to the cinema and watched Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and had a, just a lovely day. Just had some dinner. Um, went to where did we go? Went to a play area. He went off and played. Didn't go football because it was Halloween, so it was trick-or-treating. So took him trick-or-treating with my sister and my brother's kids. Um, and then Wednesday... Uh, we what did we do yesterday? We went to Zip World yesterday. We went to oh. in Betsy Co- Betsy Coid Betsy Coid. I think that's how you say it. Yes, it's um, a, a roller coaster through the forest. So we went on to that, and then we went on to some, some nets. And I've got a rope burn on the top of my head. <laughs> uh. <laughs> on the net, on the nets. It's like a bouncy net in the trees. And Arthur decided to do like a front front roll, and I thought oh, I could do that. I did it. Scratched the top of my head on the on the ropes. No. Uh, so I, I was I was did a lot of running around there yesterday as well. And then today, I haven't bothered. I've, um... So your lack of running is because you've been leading a busy life. Yeah, exactly. Which happens. It happens. It does. It does. But I'm glad it's not an inside Manchester because I would have got a U. <laughs> would have failed. Mm. <laughs> it, <laughs> it definitely sounds very U-E. Not U-E, as in like yeah. U, trademarked by U. <laughs> it sounds just, yeah, very U. Failure, failure, failed. But I've had a lovely week, so I can't complain. And that's that's needed sometimes, isn't it, to get yourself refreshed back in? I mean, we've got, we've got. I think I looked at it earlier today. Um, Manchester is uh, coming up to twenty. 23 and a half weeks away. Oh, wow, that's quite close then. So again, it's going to roll around quite quickly if we want to have a good 16 weeks at a marathon block, let's say. But now is the time to recharge yourself mentally and physically, yeah. ready to attack that block. We don't want to lose all your fitness completely, though. Bear that no. in mind. No. I, I do plan on running. Back. I do plan on running. I've got a couple of races coming up. We've got... Um, a special guest coming on this this episode. So we've got Ken Rushton coming on to talk about all things North Staff Roadrunners. There is a race this weekend, the Flying Fox. I can't, unfortunately, I can't get there to do it this weekend. I'm, I'm in Birmingham, actually. Are you? With friends. Yeah, in Birmingham. We're going to have some fireworks. Um, so I can't do Flying Fox, but potentially I can get to do the last last race, which is Teddleton 10K. Um, but I've got races booked in, so I do want to keep my fitness. But yeah, yeah. Anyway, how's your running? Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, not been good. Not been good. I am on the scrap heap, Silito. Oh dear, I'm on the scrap heap. Is Manchester done yet? I Manchester think it has. I've had a, I've had a bit of a problem since Manchester. So I've, I didn't feel anything during Manchester. So I did Manchester, and then didn't feel quite right the week after um leading up sort of to this last sunday really Mm. had a bit of a tightening in my knee which i now believe to be it band syndrome for the listeners probably someone out there that suffered from it because it's quite common in runners um basically a bit of uh tightening inflammation in the outside of my right knee so i basically did I did a session last Friday, mm-hmm. um, a really nice speed session, didn't feel anything, then went out on Sunday to do my long run, 
and um, I, I got out and did about a mile, just less than a mile, and it was just it was not it wasn't a sharp shooting shooting pain, stiffening, tightening mm. is the best way mm. I can explain it, yeah. and I just thought, you know what, there's no way I'm going to do. 90 minutes on this knee i just called it and walked back home um i thought i'll rest for a few days and um, whilst we talk about sunday i just want to go out and give a shout out to rach uh we went over to redditch 10k Sorry, um, yeah. she did her first race in around about phew, two three years maybe wow. and did redditch 10k six seconds off a pb after having quite some time out um, with only about four weeks worth of running behind her. So really, really pleased to see her back on the racing blocks at, uh, at Redditch. But yeah, I, I called it early on that ten, on, on that Sunday and then I rested up until uh, yesterday because it felt fine. I'm not feeling any pain walking around. Um, so I wouldn't know that it was really aggravated me before i give it a good four days rest um and actually if i take sunday sort of mile out of the equation i've had a good sort of what friday saturday sunday monday tuesday wednesday of rest went to the track yesterday did a really good nice session five by five minutes um alternating paces between half marathon pace and around 5k to 10k pace Hmm. didn't feel anything but i had to drive all the way over to daventry for that i saw that was a couple of hours away well it's an hour drive and an hour back and an hour back so i did this i did my warm-up didn't feel any problems cracked on with the session session went really well felt really strong did a cool down jumped in the car drove back and i don't know whether it's after Manchester sitting down in the car although mm. I wasn't driving putting in such an effort it just stiffened it tightened mm. and then obviously with what I do is quite a physical job anyway on my feet all the time it's not really had a chance to recover and then it felt fine yesterday at the session but again it was an hour in the car with my leg in one position driving down the M1 and the M6 I don't know whether it just aggravated it again but I went out this afternoon to go and do the couch to coach challenge I got as far as the end of the road. Managed to clock B then. I did clock B. <laughs> I live on Barclay Road. But I was that angry. I stopped my watch and walked in a huff down to the high street to get myself some ibuprofen gel. Um, so I did do B. Um, but it's not recorded on Strava. Um, called it a day. Spoke to my coach. And we've agreed no running between now and... And next Thursday, so I need to have a full seven days off, jump on the bike. Uh, we've got a spin bike at home, so I'll jump on the bike, try and keep the aerobic base going, do some foam rolling, do a bit of massage, try and book in for a sports massage if I can, try and loosen this IT band up a little bit if that's what it indeed is. And then I'll try an easy run next Friday. Mm. So we'll we'll report back not this next episode after this one, but the one after that. Yeah. So keep an eye out on Strava, but you're not going to see much from me in the next seven days, I'm afraid. We'll come on to the Couch to Coach Challenge. So anyway, we'll talk about that in a bit. But we have got a special guest that is, is joining us. Can we call him a guest anymore? Co-host. Co- yeah, he is like a he's like a 
inducted host into the podcast, isn't he? I think it's his fifth or sixth time with us. And I'm sure we will be carrying on bringing him onto the podcast because he has got a special announcement to give us, something that relates to me and Ben anyway as well. It would uh, so. be an able standing if one of us couldn't make the show. He would. Yeah, definitely would do. Yeah, we, we, yeah. Is that what you're telling me, that if I ever decide that I don't want to do it anymore, that's what it's going to be? It's been 12 months. Move over. <laughs> Time for the Ken and Ben show. <laughs> <laughs> substitution. Substitution. Bring it on. Yeah. <laughs> you've, done, you've gone back to running no, no, no miles this week. You can't talk about running, whereas, whereas Ken can. Anyway, we'll bring Ken on. Let's have a discussion with Ken. Here's Ken. Back once again with Ken Rushton. Hi, Ken. Hi, Ken. Yeah. Hi, Rob. Hi, Ben. How are you both? Very good. Uh, very good. We've just been talking before the before you came on. Uh, I haven't done much running this week, I must admit, but it's been a year. I don't know if you're aware, but this is our happy birthday anniversary uh, podcast because it's been a year since we started doing the podcast. So special guest on this podcast for yourself because we thought, well, you've been on it that many times that you are part of the the fixtures <laughs> for us. Yes, I did. I did pick up uh, earlier in the week that was um, your anniversary. So just from myself and from everybody at North South Roadrunners, um, you know, congratulations. You know, been going 12, 12 months. I bet your time's flown. But also, um, you know, thank you for supporting North Sass Roadrunners through those 12 months. And uh, certainly I've listened to every episode and there's always stuff that's interest, you know, interesting in there. So, you know, uh, keep on doing what you're doing. And thank you as well, Ken. You supported us as well. So whenever we've supported you, we've done the updates on the North Stash Roadrunners and we've had you on and talked about all the North Stash Roadrunners races, but also for letting us to talk about North Stars Roadrunners and come along to the events and you letting us hand out leaflets and things. So thank you to you as well. So I'm sure you've got updates for us. So I'll let you take the floor, Ken. Okay. So as you know, uh, North Stars Roadrunners season consists of 20 races. Um, we're on race 18, sorry, race 19 this Sunday. Um, Flying Fox and then race 20, Cheddleton 10K. It's your best 12 races to count. If you do more than 12, then you drop off um, lower, uh, you know, lower scoring points. And I honestly can't remember coming into the end of the season where we still don't know who A group of the male champion is going to be. I'm looking at the tables in front of me and Carl Malton, He's done his 12 races now. So Sunday, um, if if he's uh, first one home, he'll actually score one point because his lowest points is 50 points. But he's there on 5.94. And then uh, Sam Crozier, he's done 10 races, so he's got to do the last two. But he's on 496 points. But if you move along, the most important thing, you look at the average Mm. Carl Malton's average is 49.50, and Sam Crozier's is 49.60. Getting close. It really, really is close. Do we know if Sam's entered those last two races, Ken? Or are we not able to tell? Say it again, Ben. Do we know if Sam's entered those last two races? He's definitely entered Flying Fox. 
Um, I have a look. Yeah, so both both of both of those have both of those have entered. So it's so, going yeah, down to the both, lawyer. Both in that. And I would have thought if, if Sam's done eleven, he's he's going to be there at Cheddleton. So yeah, we've got a great battle. But then if we start going and looking at looking at other other groups that's on some of them, yeah, we know who's going to who's going to win the group. But who's going to get second and second and third? So it's really interesting all the way down the groups. Um, we move to the we move to the ladies group. Um, I think probably one of the most improved runners of the year has got to be Izzy Shaw. Mm. I mean, started off the year in in M group and wasn't that long before we thought she's got to be in L group. Um, she's proved us right, and you know she stormed away. And you know she's got she's got six hundred points. Um, you know, as he has, but we still don't know who's going to get second and third. At the moment, Amanda Callie's in second, Sarah Taylor's in third, and down in sixth place is Joe Stanfield. But she's only done ten races, oh, so yeah. we don't know who's going to get who's going to get second and second and third in that. Um, another one that we promoted. Probably about halfway through this. Well, we've actually promoted two at the same time. Um, uh, Clorinda Graham from Stowmaster Marathoners and Michelle Dalgano from Stoke Fit, and they were in W Group and just absolutely way in front of us. And they actually were promoted two groups. And we're looking at it now at the moment. Clorinda Graham is top of the group. And uh, Michelle is down in fourth place. But she's only done eleven. She's only done eleven races, so she's actually got uh, full points to score at one of the other ones. So you know, we don't know who the top three are going to be in M. So it's yeah, it's really, really interesting. So Group S, is, Group Group S, similar as well, because if you look at my Group Group F, it's now. Spoiler alert, I'm nowhere near. <laughs> I'm nowhere near promotion, but we've got Mark Willey, I think, who's going to win the league. He's done 12 races and he's got 48.25. But then again, Steve yeah. Plant, he's got 48 points. And then you've got James Tutton. So you've got a battle for the third and maybe, well, probably third between James, Andy Poynton, Peter Gibbs. You've got quite a few people that could yeah. potentially yeah, sneak it, in. Yeah, if you- yeah, if you look at Peter Gibbs, out of those that have, all those that you just mentioned, he's the only one who hasn't done twelve races yet. Yeah, yeah. So he will he will score full points at you know whichever whichever race he you know he decides to do. So yeah. you know he could uh, come into contention. It's it's been a re- really interesting season, and you know, and this is what we want. Where at the end of the season, you know, we're still looking at who's you know who's going to win. Yeah, uh, it's really uh, interesting. Isn't it? Mark Mark Willett acquired himself a really good coach halfway through the season. I think <laughs> I don't know who it was. Uh, well, he did wait for me. <laughs> Mark was paying me more, Rob. <laughs> obviously, obviously. Uh, so, Ken, if you're someone that hasn't yet done their full twelve races, and you've got, let's say, you've done eleven races. Which of the remaining races would you target as a tactical Ooh, point? That's a tactical question. I would, I would always go for the Flying Fox and then uh, race 19. And the reason being, if something went wrong with that, you've still got race 20 to fall back on. Yeah, that's yeah. true. If you just said, oh, I'm just going to do race 20, you know, and let's just say, you know, something happens, you come down with a cold, which is dead easy this time of the year. Or you wake up not feeling not feeling so good. You basically you're putting all your eggs in one basket. Yeah. So if you've done eleven races, um, 
I would definitely be looking at doing at doing both of them. Oh yeah, and we've got a few people who are doing who are on to do every single race, haven't we? So we've got Gareth Jones in Group A, we've got David Kinlin in Group D, we've got Ken Shenton, friend to the show, Ken Shenton in Group yeah. E, we've got Stephen Plant in Group F. Who else have we got? We've got Sarah Morris in Group W, and we've got Hazel Barlow in Group X. So we've got quite a few people that are going to hopefully yeah, do. Yeah, we've got, we've got some more. Yeah. Um, we make, you'll see on the presentation that we make a fuss of the uh, the complete runners because what we do is we have a, a group photo taken of them at um, Chaddleton, and yeah. then on the night they all get the awards, but they also get a, a photo with all the uh, complete runners as well. So we, we, we make a fuss of the complete runners because – it is it is an achievement to go from February, you know, it's through fantastic. to uh, November. You know, and there's been two twenty two twenty miles and two twenty milers and a few half marathons as well. So it's not about just doing the short stuff. You know, you've had mm. to do some of the the longer races as well. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I've never. Met, I've not met any of those other people that you've named, and I'm not familiar with them, but. Hats off to Ken Shenton. When we met him at Manchester, um, you know, and he won't mind me saying he's he's sixty five years old, right? Is that I'm not mistaken? Yeah. Same age as my dad, and he's done all the races, and there's two twenty milers in there. That is brilliant. Yeah. Absolutely. And he's phenomenal. and he's and he's not just done the races; he's up there as well. I think he's fourth yeah. in Group E. So yes, yeah, yes, he's he's had he's had a fantastic season, but with Ken as well, like you just said. As you know, you saw him at uh, Manchester Half, um, and I go to quite a number of races that aren't on North Staffs Road Runners, um, and all of a sudden I get a tap on my shoulder. You know, I can. <laughs> I mean, we were out in we were out in Derbyshire early this year at uh, Eam Half Marathon, and I got a tap on my shoulder. I said, "Oh, yeah, Cam, what are you doing here?" And he said, "Oh, I just fancied coming and doing it." So it's not just the Road Runners races he's been doing. I mean, I want more time. He's got more time on his hands now as well because he's retired. So he'll be doing even more races next year. I want to know what's in his flask and what he's spreading on that bagel. I'm telling you, <laughs> yeah. if I'm doing what he's doing at 65, I'm, I want to know the secrets. <laughs> definitely, definitely. So we've got what? So we've got Flying Fox coming up on Sunday, and then we've got Cheddleton coming up in a couple of weeks. So them are the two last races. I know. So this year's nearly boxed off, but next year I believe Knighton's no longer going to be a, a race i've heard rumblings i've heard rumors that there is going to be another 20 mile added in is that can you talk about that ken yeah of course i can yeah so basically it's a, it's really really sad to to you know to lose night and um we've been at night and since 2016 and then before this year's race um sarah from the club who you know where looks after everything for us you know she said have you heard us the uh, the factory shutting? And I said, I said no, I haven't. She says, yeah. And there's a program of um, redundancies right through till next March. And so we thought, oh, we might get one more in. So you know, we were not a problem at this year's. So we had this year's one, and um, we were hoping to get one more in. And even if it had got to be the first week in March, I was going to talk to one of the other local race organisers and do a swap. Yeah. Um, but uh, July, I got the sad news when um, the first lot of redundancies um, came about. 
is uh, the uh, they shut the club because it's the factory that actually owns the club. The club was shut, and um, we you know we were told as um, basically you know we couldn't we couldn't use the parking in March either because the factory would be shut. Um, we had a couple of drives around the course, even though I know it that well, just to see if there was anywhere else you know that we could use. Yeah. And um, there is a pub on the course, but the problem is. Um, you know, we looked at the at, you know the fields around it, and it was just impossible to get the parking. Mm-hmm. So, you know, unless you know, we were saying to everybody, as you know, parkings, you know, two mile away, um, it just it just wasn't feasible. Feasible. So, sadly, we had to say as night and was was no more. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went over um, before it, it word, word got out. I actually wanted to speak to Pete. Peter Jeffers from Valo Runner uh, first, yeah. just to tell him because um, you know he's been our sponsor from you know from day one. I went over and had a chat to Peter, and then it was just about three or four days later. I got a message from him saying, "You know, can you call and see us when you've got ten minutes?" And I went over to him, and he says, um, "Myself and Ben Gamble, um, we're looking at putting another another twenty on, um, and if we if we." Can it be on Roadrunners? And I said, oh, definitely. Mm. And so, yeah, so they're planning at the moment. And it's um, I'm actually going to see uh, Peter probably in about the next sort of week, 10 days, just to see where they are with the details. And I can let you know so you can put it out on. Yeah, definitely. But uh, they're looking at um, a a three-lap course um, uh, just just outside Teen. Okay. Mm, yeah, so they're looking at a three lap, a three lap course, three lap course there. So, fingers crossed. So at the moment, if you went on to North South Road Runners website, you can see the provisional list yeah. for next year, and it, you know it, it's sitting there, you know, at the moment. So as soon as I've got hundred percent confirmation that yeah. you know it's happening, I'll let you guys know. Yeah, fantastic, brilliant. That's really good news. That's really good news. Um, I do fancy doing a twenty mile next year, actually. Um, so that might what 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 kind of time of year are you thinking for that? Do you know? Same same data, same same data so as March. night. And yeah, second second Sunday in March. So okay. nice fitting per, perfect with you know London and Manchester Marathon. Yeah, yeah, that might be a good training run for me potentially. And so, a three lapper, a three lapper is yeah. a nice nice uh, way to do twenty miles, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Yeah. When when we did the three laps at night, and it was always a, re- a really good atmosphere as you come, you know, come past each lap, you know. So as you're coming towards the end of the lap, you know, you know that people are going to be there cheering you, and it, and it it did it did give the runners, you know, a lift. Yeah, it does. I did a I did a marathon at uh, Bedford Autodrome during the lockdown on the racetrack, eight eight laps of the racetrack and the only thing you look forward to was coming through that checkpoint to see the people yeah, yeah, yeah. good support there so it's it's nice to do that I think especially if you want to bring spectators and have your family there watching at one point it's, it works really well uh, I like the sound of and that and then also yeah also at night and we also had a three stage relay as well and um, I'm, I'm, I'm Peter and you know Ben are hoping to incorporate that in it, you know that in it as well Excellent. Yeah, Excellent. So, Excellent. Um, good. you know, where 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 they're looking at in in Church Leeds, you know, once again, very quiet hamlet, you know, like Knighton, 
And uh, we, there, there was actually a, a number of years ago, there was actually a five mile race there. So they have had a race, in, you know, in, you know, in Church Lee. You know, so, yeah, as soon as I know any more, I yeah. will let you guys know. Well, and we special, will let the listeners know. Special I'm sure there's people, out, there's people out there that want to know. Fantastic. Still to come on this episode of the Couch to Coach Running Podcast. But well, we have got a winner, and yeah. I'm going to let you announce the winner. So the winner for dedication, should we say? Definitely dedication. To the challenge. Um, and I'm going to say this now. This person has taken it to a new level for dedication to the podcast. He's changed his name on Strava. <laughs> The Couch to Coach podcast is available on a wide variety of podcast players. If you like what you hear in this episode, please remember to follow the show and set a future episodes to auto-download. Our main objective on this show is to get people into running and to talk about running. We're two normal guys that live normal lives, and although our following is growing, we rely on you, the listeners, to get the word out there about this show. So please, whilst you're listening, remember to leave us a review on your chosen podcast player to help boost our ratings. Finally, you can stay up to date with all things Couch to Coached over on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Just search for Couch to Coached. I believe you, you've got another bit of an, another announcement, a, a bit about a being ambassadors for NSRRA. Yeah. yeah, so what we're always looking at is... As you know, is North, what North, North South Roadrun is all about is supporting local races. Yeah. And we're always looking at ways of getting uh, new people to sign up to North South Roadrunners because it goes hand in hand that if you're in Roadrunners, then you tend to do local races. And last year, I went um, on a merry-go-round of visiting most of the running clubs and you're really spreading the word about about North Staffs Roadrunners. And we ended up with 150 new members, mm. you know, which, which was amazing. And then sort of uh, coming up to the planning meeting we have in September, I've got thinking hat on again. I'm thinking, you know, what can we do? What can we do, you know, different? And then all of a sudden I thought, why don't we have ambassadors from, from each running club? And you tend to know who these uh, people will be because they're, you know, they're already, uh, if you like, putting the work in at the club, getting the people to yeah. run races. So a, a lot of it, you know, you went to one club and I almost knew who I was going to ask. And I've, I've got to say, as the response um, from the ambassadors has been absolutely brilliant. Everybody's on board. And um, I sent all the info out to people just Monday, Tuesday of this week. And we aren't even at the end of the season. And there's already 28 new people who were, you know, who were signed up. That's really good. And then obviously, um, um, this is just for the, for the listeners, as there was, there was two people that I'd got to ask to be uh, ambassadors, and that's Rob and Ben. And uh, I was really pleased when I got the answer back that both of them you know both of them had said yes so rob and ben welcome as uh, a couch to coached uh, ambassadors 
for North Staff Roadrunners. Thanks for asking us, Ken. Thank you. Very I've got much. my. Uh, I've got a bit of an acceptance speech here. I'm going to read out. I'm only joking. Up really. <laughs> but thank you. <laughs> no, thank you for asking us, Ken. It was really nice. We'd emailed to say, are you happy? Are you, are you interested in coming on to the podcast this week? This week, just to talk to us about NSRRA, and you asked us if we want to be ambassadors. I sent the message over to Ben, and Ben was like, "Yes, definitely, definitely." It was. It's something that we've talked about from i think probably not day one but maybe close to day one because it was an idea that i was going to join north staff roadrunners and we were, i was going to be like wrexham and get promoted and everything so really this has been something that was yeah. born within couch to coach so it's really something that's been close to our heart i know i haven't done as many races i know ben's done less but Whoa. we are all <laughs> a bit of a dig there but we are always talking about it and we are always set are we all talking about the races and i've just done a race <laughs> review for you for which I really enjoyed doing, which I never thought I would do. It's even it's, it's got my creative juices flowing. I might even start thinking about writing a book. Uh, but anyway, but yeah, so thank you for asking us. Yeah, thanks. I mean, I just want to say, I mean, obviously not being local to Staffordshire, it's, it is, I'm going to throw this back at Rob, it's difficult <laughs> to get there for the races. But when Rob first explained to me, when we set this podcast up, what he was entering, um, I was actually blown away by the format and I think actually when you first came on as a guest and we started talking about it I was sold on it and immediately signed up to it and I do intend to sign up for next year and I plan to get to Olsager again like I did last year as the first race but then to do more of the races is always the plan Um, because after Manchester I want to focus on smaller sort of more local races as the whole purpose of North Staffs but what it's certainly allowed me to do as someone outside of Staffordshire through the podcast and and listening to your updates is to really get to grips with the local running community in Staffordshire and I think it's a fantastic running community that's created there Um, and it's a shame more regions don't have something similar because it's definitely something I enjoy hearing all the updates about and keeping an eye on the leaderboards and stuff and I look forward to being part of it next year regardless of how many races I can get to. I'm only joking. I know you can. I know you can't get to races, and I think it, it's nice when you can to can get to races because that's when we and you tend to meet up. But we've done our ambassador role already because I know that I got a message off somebody this with this week, this just this week gone that Julianne Kettle. She's in Thailand at the minute. She's on a holiday, and whilst in Thailand, she has signed up to do North Staff Roadrunners next year. So we are. Yes, I've seen. Yes, I've seen the name. I've certainly seen the name today. Yes, yes. Yeah. So we've got. We're doing that ambassador already. Yeah, God, thank you very much. But like I say, what we say about North Staff's Roadrunners, it's very, very cheap to join. It only it only costs a tenner, and the, the price is the same next year. It's, you know, it's a tenner again. And what we say to people, you know, there's 20 races there. Do as do as, do as as many or do as little as you want because you're still, part, you know, you're still part of everything and you can look at the league tables and you get your newsletter. And the only... Thing we say to people that if you want to be competitive at the top end of your group or your age group, then you probably need to do twelve. Mm. Uh, but uh, yeah, the, the 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 feedback from you know all the ambassadors that we've got um, has been brilliant. And then um, I've had an email today from uh, Michelle Harrop, who does all our merchandise, and uh, everything's going to print on Monday. So you'll have an ambassador's T-shirt winging its way through the post to you uh, shortly. 
And we will wear them with pride. We definitely will. Every episode and every local race. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Question, definitely. Ken. So if we get so many new people signing up, um, obviously that means that the leagues and groups are going to expand you'd imagine, because there's obviously more people going in. Is there with that ever a thought of the change to the format of North Staffs, or is it, will the format, in your eyes, always have to stay the same? We, we, we would always keep the leagues because I think that works, because I think you end up with a group of people who are very, 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 very similar yeah. ability. And so you're racing against people, obviously. But what North Staffs Road has does it develops so when we first started there was one there was there was um, one male sorry there was just one male group and it wasn't until 1980 as there was one ladies group and then for i'm talking for probably about 20 25 years there was only two ladies groups mm. uh, just al and Anne. And then, as we've got more ladies coming into the sport, it was obvious we've got to, you know, we've got to expand, you know, expand the group. So yeah, as if we had this like mad nucleus of so many more, you know, members, and all of a sudden, you know, the groups were becoming, if you like, a little bit too too big. Then yeah, we we were we were just introduce, you know, sort of more groups. But I think as uh, I think the concept has worked for you know for sort of so many years, um, and what it's all about is it's a lot of it is about encouraging the steadier people mm. because it actually gives them something to work for. You know, you know, if you if you're down in the you know the groups where you know your times aren't sort of quite as good as you know your Carl Maltons or your or your Izzy Shaws, is that you know instead of just finishing the race and thinking, you know, yeah, I've got a, I've got a PB or I've I've run well there and get me man Laurie T-shirt, as well as that, you can be getting points, you know, and then you can look at you look you can look at your own little league, you know, and if you know and if you're up there and sort of, you know, the the top echelons of that that league, it's a real achievement for them. So I think. Like I say, I think I think it's been proven over the years as the format works. Yeah. And do you think there's anything there to be said about encouraging people to do different distances as well? Because I think the there's some great races, and obviously it's all about encouraging like local local races. But are there certain things where you might say, well, you have to do a certain you have to do a 5k you have to do a 10k you have to do a half and you have to do a 20 or to try and get people yeah we, i mean we we have had those we have had those can't we have had those conversations yeah. and um if we can do it but all of a sudden you're starting to complicate something that's course, that's yeah. so easy because they don't like this year we've actually got 350 members Wow. You know, so you, 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 it's all the different, you know, sort of connotations. So we try it. We we do try and keep it, you know, a little, you know, a little bit simpler. Yeah. That being said, is um, the longer ones and the harder ones is that I'm generalising now. Less members tend to do them. So if you're better at that distance, you tend to get more more points anyway. It almost sort of, uh, you know, sort of looks after itself. Mm. 
Yeah, there are a couple of people I've noticed that only tend to do the half marathons or the 20 milers, uh, <clears throat> which again is up to them, I suppose. I've signed up again for next year. I did it the other day. Uh, so I'm there. I'll be there all sages. So definitely looking forward to next year. And I, hopefully I'll be pushing for promotion. Depends on who yeah. gets promoted into my group and who moves into my well, group. Yeah, top three have got to go up, Rob. Yeah. And then what, what we tend to do. And we tend to look at, at other people who've got high averages and we won't just put anybody up, you know, willy-nilly. Yeah. If you've got somebody, if you go through any of the groups and you've got somebody, say they'd only done five races, but they've got 50 points in, in each race, it's sort of telling you that really they yeah. should be in a, in a group higher. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that that's another job for me to be doing Um over the Christmas New Year period. And when we send everybody's first newsletter out, we do say to them, if you think you're in the wrong group, please tell us, mm. you know, because, um, you know, we're not infallible. You know, we're right. 350 people to, you know, we, we, we know we can get one uh, get one wrong. Yeah. Can I tell you, just, just on, on um, this year's fixture, can I tell you an interesting story about Meerbrook? Go on then. Really interesting. So, Meerbrook is looking at this, this uh, Mick Hall's race. Yeah. I just I just helped him on that. So, originally, Meerbrook should have been in November. Yeah. And then we yeah, had to move be. it because of a fixture class. So, Mick was doing all these photos at all, all his races and everything. So, he was very limited to dates. So, we went to this date in, in August. And then about 10 days before the race, I got a phone call from Stan Winter to say, have you seen the leaked post? Gun Hill's going to be closed. Mm, let me say, so, yeah. But that's why we had to move it to October. Yeah. In the meantime, Mick Hall then had a stroke. He did, yeah. And so we're now thinking, can we, you know, it, can we still do it? Anyway, his recovery was slow, but he said, yeah. And I said, right, I'll, I'll do it for you. So everything running smoothly on this on this date. So about a month before the race, I went pick Mick up and we went to run round run round the course. We're just going up Gun Hill, and it was seven trends putting out these pre signs that say the road's going to be closed in two weeks' time. <laughs> so we stopped, get out, talked to him. They said, "Oh no, it's only closed on the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and the race was on the Sunday." He says, "Don't worry, it's not a big job." So then we get to the Friday before the race and I get another message sent through from um, Barry, who are the scouts who look after all the marshalling at the top end of the course and the drink station. Yeah. Says, and Barry says to me, have you seen this? Gun Hill's still closed. Oh, no. I go, this was Friday. I go, oh, my God. So I don't know if you can remember the Friday before Meerbrook as it was like the worst storm you've ever yeah. thought of. Yeah, so yeah. I have to, so I get in my car, off I go, going out of um, leak on the 53. That's, that's just flooded, can't get round, turn round, finally get myself into Meerbrook another way, go on to Gunnell, just as Barry has said, big sign there saying road closed. And I could see this big seven seven tramp wagon just up up the road. But I goes up to them. I'm talking. It's batting down and batting down in rain. Rain's chucking down on me. My feet are wet. And he speaks to these seven tramp guys. He said, "I said, oh, have you have you overran?" 
with time and they said yeah we have we've overran he said but we've just finished we're going now we're going now <laughs> but i haven't finished the story yet because you've just heard me say as uh, um the a53 was flooded yeah and this was half past 10 on the friday morning i thought i'll go and look at the start because that's notorious for being flooded yeah i remember going through a, a puddle last yeah, time yeah and yes it was flooded so i'm thinking this rain on the friday first of all i'm thinking is it going to happen and even thinking that i'm going to have to bring the the start forward and you run 14 and a half k instead mm. so saturday is that i have to come over to be to get the key to the village hall and check the portaloos there i come into leak and honestly you couldn't tell has there been any rain it was, it was lovely weekend wasn't it it was really nice yeah. the weekend the flood on the 53 had gone mm. and the flood at the start had gone and it was it was it was just amazing i couldn't believe it but when you get your newsletter um you'll see um the guy who's written who's written the report on me on me brook and i'll give you a spoiler now and i just thought it was an absolutely brilliant title he's titled his piece the miracle of me brook <laughs> it was definitely a miracle thought yeah. it was never going to happen and then right up yeah. until the last minute it yeah. actually and, happen. and we actually had on the day you couldn't have had, you couldn't have had nicer weather it was beautiful yeah. it was lovely i can remember the day i can't remember what i was doing but i remember thinking to myself wow that's gonna be I'll, I'll a bit different I'll than last what, year yeah i'll tell you what you were doing rob instead doing? of taking photographs of the lazy trout which is at the bottom of oh, Cornell, yeah. you were running <laughs> around pubs and snee green yeah, I was. I did. Me, I did my shortest long run. Yeah, I can remember now. Actually, yeah, <laughs> I did. I did. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, so last thing before you go, Ken, is about the award ceremony. So the award award ceremony is coming up in January. Uh, don't know if you want to give a bit of a plug for that. Yeah. So we've got our big presentation evening on uh, January the twelfth, and it's at Florence Sports and Social Club at the bottom of Lightwood Road. Um, love, lovely venue. Um, we have um, we have a great buffet, um, really good caterers come in for that. Uh, we have a great raffle with loads of loads of great prizes, and we also have this fantastic uh, prize giving, and uh, that's for the first three in each group, first three in each age group, various awards. And um, I'm re I'm I'm really touched and honoured that uh, that you guys. I've said that you will sponsor the the team prizes and you know and come along to the presentation and actually hand out uh, the team prizes, which is uh, first two male team and first two female teams. So uh, um, I think I think North South Roadrunners, I think we're really privileged to have you two guys come along to do that. So thank you very much. Thank again. Thank you for having us. I think we're looking forward to coming. Um... Like I say, giving out the prize awards for the team, I think it's something that's really important. Is because we talk about running a team quite a lot, and and how important mm. it is to, for people's morale to boost each other's morale to chivy people along. And so it's really, yeah, we're really happy to come along. And well, I had a great time when I travelled to the Stoke Fit Awards tonight, but the North yeah. Stas one I think is going to be particularly nice because we have created through the podcast our own little community. Um, yeah. sort of got on the, the coattails of what North Staffs has created there and I think it'd be great to see some of the people um, that we've we've created a community with um, yeah. and I'm glad there's food because Ken Shenton won't have to bring his flask and bagel 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. So they'll still bring you though. <laughs> yeah, there's always there's always plenty of plenty of food there. Yeah, That's it good sounds good. It sounds good. Wouldn't miss it. And it's a week. It's a week. Be- literally a week. Be- well, eight days before my wedding. Just thought about it on the twelfth of January. So I'll be seeing you, Ben, twice in a, in a couple of weeks. Which is oh, I don't, don't know if I can handle that, mate. <laughs> we might call it a day. <laughs> what, what Ken said about the caterers, I'm just going to be. You know, I'm going to be comparing the caterers at the North Staffs Award <laughs> and your wedding. So well, no pressure. No pressure at all. Lovely. Have you got anything else for us, Ken, or is that it? I think that's it, really. Um, them are the three. Them are the three main things for you know. For, you know, for tonight, just bring everybody up to date with you know sort of what's happening, really. Awesome. Um, what we'll do is again, we'll get you back on the show in a, in probably in a couple of weeks, probably after between Cheddleton and the award ceremony, we'll get you in just a bit of a, a bit yeah. of an overview of what's happened over North Stash Roadrunners over the last twelve months, and then. We can start afresh in February when we have all Sage of Five, which I'm really looking forward to as well. So thank you for coming on, Ken. It pleasure as always. Um, and we will see you soon. Yeah, thanks for the support thank you, in the last 12 months, Ken. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank yeah, you, Ken. Not, not, not a problem. Like I say, everybody's enjoyed your podcast. So thank you, Ben. Thank you, Robert. And I'll see you both soon. Cheers, Ken. There you go. Always good value. I say this last time. Always good value for for a good chat. Uh, Ken is. It's been good fun being part of North Staffs. I um I do have a regret that I haven't done as many races. I am happy that my average is still fifty though. <laughs> Not many people have Keep got that, have they? Keep it at that. No, they haven't. I do plan to do more next season because I think it is such a really good racing format. True racing great community and i think we've built on what we've sort of got out of it in the last 12 months it's been nice to obviously carry that on with our ambassadorial role i know ambassadors i feel quite important and when you said about acceptance speech i feel like doing an acceptance speech saving for the award ceremony yeah sure yeah should we go there with a big list of things we want to say we'll go with the proper (laughs) speech we'll get it sorted out so if you're not if you're not part of north stas roadrunners and you're not yet going to the awards ceremony, you better get yourself there because not only are you going to get a good buffet or caterers, mementos, photographs, you're going to hear Rob do an awards speech. Oh, but me? Me? Oh, right. <laughs> Just me. <laughs> I could do my wedding speech the week before. I could trial my wedding Test speech out. out. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for all coming today. I just want to say how beautiful Laura and I mean how beautiful <laughs> Ken looks today. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> but yeah, we are going to be ambassadors and we are spon- we are going to be associated yes. with North Stas for another twelve months at least. And I think I'm proud be to be I'm proud to be so, absolutely, yeah. And we are going to be sponsoring the uh, the Team of the Year Awards. So we will be there. We will be all dressed up and waiting for a – we won't be getting an award, which is unfortunate. But hey-ho, we will be presenting an award, which is yeah. which is even better. So North Staff uh, – no, damn. Strava leaderboard. North Staff Roadrunners, what am I about? Just got North Staff Roadrunners on the brain. I have. So Strava leaderboard – this Which is week. full of North Staff Roadrunners. It's full it of- is full. It is definitely full of North Staff Roadrunners. So we have from Monday to Sunday last week uh, with 60.3 miles, while on to Pat Buckingham, 
Well done, Pat. Well done, Pat. 62.2 miles, we have Mark Wright. And I think I said this last week, in top position, top of the shop, with 75.7 miles, well done to Martin Pratt. I think this time last week when we talked about Martin, he was on like 50 miles. Uh, So I did say he was well on the way to getting over 70 miles. So well done to Martin with 75.7 miles. And haven't we been speaking to Ken about Martin? Is he winning... Winning one Group B. Yeah, I think he's in Group. Is he? Yeah, so he's winning Group B. So I think he's won Group B actually. So he avoided really me well. on my two races. <laughs> Wise move. Wise move. Yeah. So I think he'll be in Group A next year. So well done, Martin. Well done, Martin. And this week, so from Monday to Thursday this week, in third spot with thirty-one point six miles, we have Jared Horn. So, well done, Jared. With 32.2 miles, he's there again. Pat Buckingham, and top of the shop with 38.8 miles. I think he's just done a run because it has changed recently. With 38.8 miles, well done to Tony Brown. So, Tony, I think he was the guy who won the Protein yeah. Rebel. He's from... been fueled on Protein Rebel in he his has, so... table. He has. So, let us know how it's going for you, Tony. It's obviously and going I think well. he has. And he has also entered into the Council Coach Challenge, which we'll come on to in a bit. Wow. So well Tony done to them. Brown, fueled by Protein Rebel. There you go, listeners. If you need to if you want to be top of the Strava leaderboard, get yourself onto the Protein Rebel. <laughs> Definitely, absolutely. I think that's the that, let us know, Tony. How are you finding the Protein Rebel? I'm sure you're absolutely loving it, like me and Ben do, and other listeners do, because I know quite a few other listeners take have the Protein Rebel as well. So well done to them three. Shout out of the week. Shout out of the week. We have two shout outs. My shout out is to somebody who is an avid listener. We we call her the number one fan. Uh, Well done to Jackie Bailey. So Jackie Bailey, we have... What happened there? Good afternoon, everybody. I put up a message on my phone and (laughs) sending me me one of my videos. All right. Probably mocking me. (laughs) Caught me out. So, so yeah, Jackie Bailey, well done to Jackie. She's got PB after PB after PB. So, she got a PB at Manchester uh, with one hour 55 something, I think, in a half marathon. And this time last year, I think she's been running for nearly two years now. And I think she's just come on leaps and bounds. And I know I spent mentioned last week Sally, and they are. They are very good friends within Stonemaster Marathons. I know they run a lot together. But she also got a PB 25.58, I want to say, a 5K, so a part-run PB at the Isabel Trail on Saturday in Stafford. So she is bagging PB after PB after PB. And in relation to North Staff's Roadrunners, uh, she is top of her group. And group, where is she? In group Y with an average... Of 50, so you're not the only one, Ben. She's got an average of 50 with 600 points. Jackie Bailey, she is top. She's run 16 races, so she hasn't missed that many. And she has come on absolute leaps and bounds with her running. And she is a member of the Combined Run Club as well, so... Well that done, is Jackie Bailey. That's a brilliant shout out. That is, and she was probably our number one, and still is our number still one is. super fan. Yeah, and was the first person. And 
I bumped into her at the service station after Manchester half. We saw her at Trenton on our first meeting. Yeah. I saw her at Birmingham Reservoir at Parkland, literally less than a mile down the road from me. So, yeah, I couldn't be more pleased with that shout-out. Well done, Jackie. Well done, Jackie. Keep going. Well done. Keep going. Keep Keep going. (laughs) (laughs) Who's your shout-out for? Oh, so I'll tell you. I don't know this person. Um, I don't think I've ever heard him mentioned on the podcast. Okay. So we have got Thomas Steele. Oh. So my shout-out, I like to be a bit obscure with my shout-outs, but my shout-out, well done to Thomas Steele. I'm looking at his Strava. He's a gator. He's a gator. So he's going to be friends with um, Bedford and... Um, Prince and Clay. Blondin. Uh, so, Thomas Steele. And the reason I'm giving this guy a shout-out is just a welcome back, really. Being on the injury table myself at the moment, I know how frustrating it is to be on the injury table. But looking at this guy's Strava, uh, what caught my eye is yesterday he did a club nice-to-be-back run. So, I think he got out of his club yesterday. Um, which looks like the first time he's been out because it looked like mid mid August mm. up until uh, last week um, he hadn't clocked any miles whatsoever. So I think he'd had a bit of an injury. Um, he went out on the thirty first of October. He went out with the club yesterday. It was nice to be back. And then yesterday, uh, today, sorry, he's been out and done some hill repeats. So Thomas Steele. By looking at his mileage from previous months, looks like he's a good, consistent runner. Probably would have been a bit upset by being injured. Seems to have stuck with it, and he's back and made a return. So, Thomas Steele, you are my shout-out. Well done. Well done to Thomas. I don't think I've met Thomas. Uh, If you are training for something in particular, Thomas, let us know. If you see us at any Nordstaff Roadrunners, if you remember the Nordstaff Roadrunners, let us know, and we will... Say hello next time that we're at a race. So well done to Thomas. And welcome back to the running community. Although you probably still stay in the community, but welcome back to running. So that is shout-out of the week. And if anybody has got any shout-outs that they want to give to any of their fellow runners within their club or within not in their club, that they're very impressed with their running, uh, please do let us know. You can do it via the usual streams on Instagram, on email at couch to coached at outlook.com at couch to coached on Instagram, Twitter or X or TikTok or Facebook or what are you we're all over the place. Twitter, X what are all these social media platforms you just spun out? Wow. I'm I'm down with the kids. I'm down with the kids. I'm all Clearly. over it. Clearly. <laughs> you lost me when you started talking about X and threads and things. Yeah, threads. I forgot about threads. So threads. <laughs> if anybody was to want to give a shout out, please let us know and we will give them a shout out on the podcast. This episode is brought to you in association with the North Staffs Roadrunners Association. Proudly supporting road running in North Staffordshire since 1974. This episode is brought to you by Protein Rebel. 
Have you ever suffered with digestion issues during a running event? You're not alone. Research shows that 27% of marathoners and 70% of ultra runners report issues with digestion. The reasons for these gastrointestinal issues are often the complex chemical formulations used in many sports nutrition products. They lead to bloating, cramps, and sometimes the need to run to the toilet. Not what any runner needs. Definitely not. So how can you get over this when the big brands use artificial ingredients? So Protein Rebel has decided to do things differently as their products are 100% natural. They only use short, minimal, natural ingredient lists that reduce the chance of GI issues, so gastrointestinal issues, support your running naturally. Products include Maple Ignite energy gels containing just maple syrup and sea salt, Run Easy Marine Collagen for strengthening joints and ligaments, and replace vegan protein powders. If you are interested in buying any of these products, we have got a special, yes, a special code for you to use. If you go onto their website and it's CTC15 and you will get yourself 15% off. What are we doing next, Mr. Russell? Well, are we talking challenge? Yeah, let's do the challenge. So every week we are we are going to be setting you, the listeners, and ourselves a challenge to get done. So the first week it was get out there and take pictures with pubs, which a lot of you did. So well done to you. It was good and fun. This, it was. It was good. And this week was spell your name with street signs. So the first letter of each street sign would be a letter within your name, and a lot of people did it again. We are very impressed with how many people are actually doing it. So thank you for the people that have done it. We've had 45 new posts. We have. Over probably the last couple of weeks with people taking part in these challenges. Yeah. So the first one that came in was, I think, I did it on the Sunday. Um, But Adam Huxley did it. So a fellow... Um, person who's going to be doing the Thunder Run with me. I think he's on the. I think he's on the injury list at the moment as well because he says uh, you have to walk before you can run. He went out with his daughter uh, Georgia, who's six. So well done to Georgia and Adam. And they went out and they found a Huxley place. So they actually found a street name with their full name in. So well done to them pair. Tony Brown mentioned Trip Tony, who's, who's top of the Strava leaderboard. It's probably because he was running around trying to find street signs. Uh, but he found – he didn't do his name, but he started. It started raining, didn't want to take his phone out with him. But he started with a B for his second name. He thought it was his surname he had to spell out. But Bank, which was quite a nice one. Um, but Bank, Paul Hall, he you did his. But Bank. But Bank, yeah, But Bank. Paul Hall did it. Well done to Paul, Martin Bolton. And again, he he found a street with his surname on. I was thinking about going out and trying to find it. There is a Tyson Street in Stoke. So I'm going to try and find Tyson Street. Um, Alice Dudley, so who won the who won the challenge last week? She did it. So well done to Alice. Uh, Rob Moran, he went out and he found to Moran Road, but they also did his surname. Um Rebecca Washington, shout out from last week. She did it. She went out and found Rebecca. Andy Torbit. Andy Torbit went out and did his. Stoke yeah. Fit went out and they spelt out Stoke Fit. So well done to Lou Gibbs, who, who, who led the, the people from Stoke Fit. I'm not sure Pete Gibbs deserves a shout out because he went out and found somebody called 
for when, when we go business, I think it was a bit of a con. But hold on to the people who went out and P2 led. <laughs> and I did say to him, I want to meet this person who's got a name F H M B B W G G P S. Uh, but well done to them who went out and did that as well. Uh, so, yeah, it was really good. Um, but we have got a winner. And yeah. I'm going to let you announce the winner. So, the winner for. Dedication, should we say? Definitely dedication. <laughs> to the challenge. Um, and I'm going to say this now. This person has taken it to a new level for dedication to the podcast. He's changed his name on Strava. <laughs> so he couldn't find an I in street name signs. His name is Kieran, Kieran Bedford. Yes, Kieran Bedford. <laughs> He's couldn't find an I. He managed to get a K, an E, an R, an A, and an N. So he is now known on Strava as Karen Bedford. <laughs> he is the winner, but I'm going to stipulate that he has to remain as Karen Bedford. <laughs> Changed his name by Depole. Karen Bedford is the winner of this week's challenge. Um, so I think just simply because of the, the creativity, he gets the win. Well done to Karen. And that's well what done, we're going Karen. to be calling him now. We're going to be calling him now, Karen. You're not, you're not Kieran anymore. You are Karen. Uh, so he went and found out Kirkston Close, Ethwaite Avenue, Rinkfield, Anum Road and Natlin Road to spell out Karen. And he actually put a video on his Strava of him searching for an eye where he lives. And there isn't an eye. So he couldn't have done it anyway. So he, he decided to improvise and change his name. So well done, Karen. Well done, Karen. What is the challenge this week, Mr. Oh. Russell? The beholder of all the challenges. Let us know what the challenge is this week. Uh, technically, uh, I am called challenge coordinator, if you don't mind. Okay, then. Okay, then. Ambassador coach for NS- challenge coordinator. NSRRA ambassador and coach coordinator for Couch to Coached. So, That's the challenge this week. Don't worry about writing this down, but if you want to get a pen and paper, you can write down this week's challenge now. But as always, we will be posting it on the socials uh, on sometime on Sunday. Uh, but if you plan to go out and do it early morning on Sunday or Saturday, you might want to write it down. So, we are one. We are one. We are one. So it is only fitting that this week's CTC challenge is to celebrate our 12 months. 12 months of being friends. Friends. Podcast friends. Podcast friends. I knew you were going to do it. I was waiting for you to do it. I was going to try and do it at the same time. (laughs) Uh, So we're going to celebrate being 12 months on podcast now. This week is going to be a different twist. So there's different levels of challenge and the levels are increasingly more difficult. So bronze challenge. Okay. You have to run and record a run on Strava for precisely 12 minutes. Okay. One minute for every month of couch to coach. Okay. If you're brave enough to take on the silver challenge, you need to run exactly 12 kilometers recorded on Strava. So not one 12.01? No, 
12 kilometers, one kilometer okay. for every month of couch to coached. Okay. If silver doesn't tickle your fancy, mm-hmm. but you're brave and you want to do gold, you need to run exactly 12 miles. Okay. Recorded as one activity on Strava, one mile for every month of couch to coached. See the theme? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm getting it. I'm getting it. Platinum is the last oh, level no. for the sickos. Run for, twi- run for 12 months. Run for 12 <laughs> months nonstop. <laughs> Platinum is to run exactly 12 hill repeats. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we've got something for everyone. Some of those that yeah. are just starting out, some of those that are into kilometers some of those that are into miles and some of those that want to do a bit of a varied hill session. Mm. And what we'd like you to do is record these on Strava. Each completed challenge should be recorded on Strava with the description, happy first birthday couch to coached with the hashtag CTC challenge. I think I'll go for silver. I must admit 12K. Well, I'll be lucky to get bronze in my current fitness <laughs> Um, or I might walk up a hill twi- uh, 12 times. <laughs> um, but you've got your challenges. I'll be putting your post out over the weekend. Select your challenge. Special mentions for anybody that does bronze, silver, gold, and platinum across Ooh, the course yeah. of the next week. That's, yeah, a, that's varied, a, a very varied and consistent training week, I might add. Um, and you would definitely be deserving of a, of a couch to coach sticker. Exactly. <laughs> so there's your challenges. The post will be out. Remember to tag us on Instagram, Facebook, and on Strava. Create the new discussion. Uh, put the details on your, your Strava runs. And we look forward to you celebrating couch to coached first birthday with us. Fantastic. What a challenge. And tune in for next week when we'll be setting a new challenge and we'll be revealing who wins this week's challenge. Five with the listeners. Five with the listeners. Five with the listener. So this week's listener, we had Pete Gibbs on last week, so we thought it was only fair to allow his other half, some say better half, I'm not going to get in that involvement, involved in that conversation. Uh, but we thought we'd invite Louise Gibbs. Again, she's been on the <gasps> podcast before. They are big Vale fans, so they'll be interested in listening to what we talked about before when we were thinking about... Come on, Vale. Come on, Vale. <laughs> Is that the chance? Well, we have... Yeah, I'm not... Yeah, no. up the Vale. They say up the Vale. Up, up the, the Vale. vale. Um, so, yeah, let's listen to Five With The Listeners with Louise Gibbs. Question number one. What's your name, who, slash what club do you run for? Hi, I'm Louise Gibbs and I'm a member of Stoke Fit where I'm also a run leader. Question number two. What are your current running goals? My current goal is to finish the NSRA season with 12 races. I've currently done 11. Question number three. How is your training going? My training has taken a bit of a backseat recently, but in the new year I aim to get where I was post-Covid lockdowns and hopefully towards my PBs. And this one, question number four, is a regular question we ask all of our guests. What are your current PBs at 5k, 
10k, half marathon and marathon. Off to 5k, 25.32, 10k, 52.38 and half marathon, 207.58. Marathon is 303.58, but being a bit cheeky there because it's actually a metric marathon. Question number five, what is your best tip you can give to someone about running, either starting running or just running in general? My tip to everyone is basically be consistent with a variety of runners each week and don't compare yourself to other people. And the last question is your chance to ask a question. So what is your question and who is it for? And my question for Ben and Rob is what is your favourite weather to run in? Thank you. Okay. So she very, very cheekily, three hours three for her metric marathon. Uh, so that's fine. Still a marathon, technically. She did it and she did 16, uh, six, uh, 26 kilometres. So still a, still a marathon. So well done. It's good. It's good. Louise. Um, and her question is, what is our favourite weather to run in? I'll go first this time. I go think on. my favourite weather, I know I've talk, talked about it before, was Manchester Half weather. I think it was cold. Dry-ish. Dry. Sunny. With a little, with the sun, yeah. I think that is, the for me, the best conditions to run in. I think it's not wet. I don't mind running in the rain at times. It's quite nice running in the rain. But when it's torrential rain, it's no fun. It's really not any fun. When I did Congleton Half and I got absolutely drenched, uh, it's not good on your nipples. Sorry, it's not very good on your nipples. It's, it, it rubs your nipples. Um, I'm going to stop saying nipples now. Don't worry. But I think the weather for me is definitely dry, not too hot, but with sun. Good choice. Mm. What about you? At the moment, I'd like to run in any weather. <laughs> it's my honest answer. We got. I'd, I'd go out in the current storm if I could run. Um, it's that thing. You don't know what you're missing. Don't know what gone. you've got until it's gone. gone. Yeah. Never, ever take for granted the ability to run because you miss mm. it when it's gone. Right. Anyway, stop feeling sorry for yourself, Ben. Yeah. Uh, the best weather to run in for me is the drizzle. Oh, okay. Specifically, drizzle. Okay. Not... That rain that gets you really, that rain that gets you wet. That's gets what you saying. Wet, soaks you right through. Yeah. I like to. I don't like it where you go out and it's like it's lashing down and you have to squint because no. you can't keep your eyes yeah. open. But I like to go out when it's drizzling because, especially when I'm doing a session, Rocky Montage. I love <laughs> All them steps. Yeah, I love the I love the drizzle. You get wet. You don't feel too hot. You don't feel too cold because you, you're mm. running and you've got that that adrenaline pumping. And I, I like the fact that you're running along in the drizzle and you know those passers by in the cars. They're going, oh look at that lunatic out there running <laughs> in the rain. But that spurs you on a little bit, and <laughs> I think I'm happy with that. I like that kind of weather. It really sets you up, and it just it just mm. feels heroic. Yeah, yeah, I suppose it does. Yeah, you're right. I don't, I don't mind drizzle at all. I don't, I don't mind ru- any weather, to be honest. I don't really particularly like snow. When I'm, I'm sure we'll talk about snow soon because it's going to be no, snowy season uh, and slush when it's like not snow but rain and it's. 
the slush is bad, but saying that, I've got uh, a woodland right over the road from my house, and when it snows and it's thick, and there's a golf course that backs onto it, and they don't like you running on the golf course normally, but when it snows, everyone seems to just pile onto the golf course because it's that fresh, crunchy snow. Mm. That's quite nice to run on. Where mm. it's not actually snowing, it's dry, it's cold, yeah. the sun's out, but the crunchy snow under your foot, it's nice. Yeah. And just a bit of a plug, I did a blog this week on uh, running at night because it's getting darker nights. Pretty uh, good. So pretty good it was. Yeah. So if anybody's interested, have a look at the Instagram. It's on there. Got a, a bit of a blog going. That's my second one. I'm a, told you last week I'm a blogger, influencer, blogger, ambassador. I've got so many titles. This podcast so has changed you. I know, I know. If my head could get any bigger, it would be getting bigger. <laughs> but if anybody wants to get involved in five with the listeners, uh, we put a bit of thing on Instagram and nobody got in contact with us, but that's absolutely fine. But if anybody is listening thinking, I, I want to get involved, I want to get my voice on that podcast, please let us know. Uh, you, like I say, you can reach out to us. You can speak to us in person if you see us at North Staffs Roadrunners Award Ceremony or any races that you that we're, we're at. Or you could just send send us a message and just say, Oi, Rob, Oi, Ben, I want to be on your podcast. And we will oblige. We, it is the listeners' podcast, so we want you, the listeners, on this podcast. So please let us know and we will get you on the podcast. We'll yeah. just send you the questions and you can then send us a question. Please do. Am I going to threaten people? You will. I promise. I promise. And on that note, I think it is time. Thank you for everybody for listening for the last 12 months. It has been a journey that we are loving every minute of and we will continue to love every minute of. And here's to the next 12 months. Here's to the next 12 months, everyone. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. So I don't have to pay royalties, this is. So I'm singing instead. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> See you all later. See you later. What could be more perfectly than to have a world party on the day you seem to be?